about that little wager of yours. Count me in. What are the terms? If I win, then that hot little car of yours is mine. And if I win? I'll give you something you've been obsessing about ever since our parents got married. Be more specific. In English? I'll fuck your brains out. Hey, this is Marty McFly, and you're listening to Hydrate Level 4 Presents Podstalgic, a film podcast on core temp arts. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Are you telling me you built a time machine out of a podcast? Welcome to another episode of Podstalgic. This is a podcast where we take a nostalgic look and rediscover movies new and old. And for this episode, we are doing an older uh, movie, uh, 1999 Cruel Intentions. And joining me on this review, returning, uh, are the ladies of It's About Damn Crime. Hey, ladies. Hey. And for those that don't know, it's Brittany and Justine. Uh, you guys been on here before. We did the Salinas episode. Yeah, uh, so that was fun. It's one of my uh, more popular downloaded episodes, so go back and check that out if you guys have missed it. Uh, but ladies, can you talk a little bit about your show and what you guys do over at It's About Damn Crime for those that haven't heard about it? Brittany? No. Just kidding, I'll do it this time. <laughs> oh my gosh, I thought she was going to give it to me this time. Like, no, don't do it. <laughs> Uh, so we are a true crime podcast that focuses on people of color. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's our thing. That's what we do. <laughs> that's you guys' thing. You guys also do um, segments here and there um, at the end of each episode with uh, mm-hmm. Scott. Those are fun. And also your Stranger Danger episodes are um, more serious because listeners write in. But uh, again, your guys' show is is light. You know, you guys do crack jokes. It's it's comedy, you know. And I mentioned it on the last time you guys were here. For these type of topics, they could be very morbid and et cetera. You guys bring a lot of levity to these stories. Even the Stranger Dangers, for, for your listeners, you know, like mm-hmm. they can be saying something completely serious and you guys will crack jokes. And I, I have a good time listening. So definitely encourage listeners to check you guys out um cruel intentions came out uh march of 1999 uh what i like to do on the show is i kind of revisit to that weekend to see you know some of the other movies that came out and the number one song uh the number one song at the time of this movie's release was angel of mind by monica Great song. I had that album. It was a good album. Did you? I yeah. did too. I yeah. don't think I've ever had that album. Yeah, it, was, it was good. I was definitely one of those guys that um, you know went to like Tower Records, and I would just buy like full mm. albums. Uh, yeah. R.I.P. Tower Records. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Younger people are like, what? What is that? I know. What is that? <laughs> it's it's what iTunes is, except for it's a physical version of it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Angel of Mine. Uh, it's a song that uh, I do remember. I do like it. Uh, some of the other movies that uh, came out the same weekend: Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels, and Analyze This. I think that's with uh, Robert De Niro and Billy Crystal. So. Nope. Not a bad weekend, I say. A little bit of everything. Do you, I, have, do you have any knowledge of those movies, Brittany? I don't know. <laughs> you know I analyzed this. Now that you said the two actors that were in it, it rings a bell. Yeah. they uh, The sequel was Analyze That. 
Uh, mm. Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels was a, a, a British movie, and I feel like Guy Ritchie directed it, and then he went on to do Snatch, which was a, a very similar movie, if not a remake. So I, uh, I, I saw it like a long time ago, so I couldn't tell you if I enjoyed it or not. Oh. <laughs> I think people like it, though. Like, you know, in the Twitterverse and other podcasters, I, I think those are uh, actually good movies. So that's uh, it for that weekend. Um, back to Cruel Intentions. Now, you know, whose uh, choice was this one? Brittany, was this yours? Yes. And what was it about this movie that uh, made you want to kind of go back and revisit? Uh, I just, I've loved this movie since I was really young. Not really young, but when I was younger. Um. I don't know, just like the web of like lies, betrayal, blackmail. Uh, she just liked it because it's weird. I know, it's weird. And I love the ending. The ending's my favorite part. <laughs> yeah. Because you think I mean, it's, it's a lot of drama. It's a lot of drama. And I love that about it. There's a bunch of twists and uh, not a bunch of twists, kind of. I don't know. But <laughs> <laughs> I just love it. I don't know. I just love this since I was younger. Well, uh, this movie came out like around, um, I mean, I was in high school, right? And so I, I feel like teens, they may not see this type of like betrayal and deceit to that extent, <laughs> but there's a lot of backstabbing and stuff like that in high mm -hmm. school, you know? So I think teens can relate and maybe that's why I stuck with them. Uh, Justine, was this one of your jams too? I did. I did like it because it's weird. I, I yeah. text Brittany the other day when we talked about doing this, and I was like, hey, what's that movie called that you love so much? Where, like the incest movie? <laughs> the Lannisters. She, yeah. yeah, Jamie and Cersei Lannister. Yeah. yeah, that's what she calls it, the incest yeah. movie. The incest I, movie. I automatically I kind of remember the title of it. Yeah. But yeah, and I think probably that's why I it stuck with me, because it was it's incest. just a weird movie. Yeah, it's incest. <laughs> <laughs> it's so what kind of gross. Ryan Phillippe, was he uh, on your guys' radar at all? Oh, yes. I feel like when I was younger, but I watched this movie yesterday, and I'm like, ew. <laughs> oh, no, really? I, yeah. I still thought he was, no, you know. Not into His it. mouth is kind of weird <clears throat> in this movie. You know, he's kind of, pu you know, uh, puts his lips out a little bit. He looks like he has yeah. lip filler. But uh, he does look like he has lip filler, but I don't know. I dig it. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, this is a movie I don't think I've ever seen it in its entirety. Uh, until for this review. Really? So, yeah, I think this is one that I missed. Uh, the funny thing is, I've seen parts of this uh, in not another teen movie. You know, like the kissing right, scene right. in the park. So mm -hmm. I'm more familiar with that. Um, and I do know about the kiss because I remember like the MTV uh, Movie Awards. You know, yeah. they, it was one of the... Actually, I... I feel it like won. it won. Yeah, yeah best one kiss. best kiss. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I knew about it. it. It wasn't anything I watched. And so when I watched it for this review, I I had no idea what I was getting into. I, I knew like Catherine and Sebastian were like step siblings, but I didn't know what the movie was like tonally. And uh, it was actually like a dramedy rom com, uh, just rated R. And I'm like, this could have been PG-13. I feel like they only got the R rating maybe for the Coke news and, you know, the, you know, the F word. And that's really it because it's not like they show nudity or anything. I think you get a lot of the same material in PG-13 movies. Yeah. yeah. I think I mean, though at the time in 99, like there was kind of that incestual undertone and then um, it was almost like a little rapey. <laughs> 
Yeah, a little rapey. I was very rapey. You do see Involving Sebastian's. Teens. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You do see Sebastian's butt. Do you? Oh, yes. Is is it him though? I mean, oh, it's huh. his butt. Is, is, is really his? Is it's, that like a butt double? I don't think so. I think that's his butt. That's you, you know her, that that's butt anywhere, dream. right? Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so, you know, when the movie started off, I was just all like, this is actually kind of silly in the beginning. So I thought that it was, um, you know, kind of like maybe like Fifty Shades of Grey. You know, I thought it was going to be like a straight drama and maybe some lightheartedness here and there. But I didn't know it was going to be like almost kind of a a silly movie throughout. And mm-hmm. I don't mean silly like in a bad way, but I just thought that it was going to be like straight drama. Mm-hmm. Um but there's, yeah, it's actually funny in parts. Cecile is just a goofy ass character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Know? Um, and I've never seen the movie, but I know that this is adapted from uh, Dangerous Liaisons too. Yeah, I've uh, never and, seen it either. Yeah. yeah after watching this, I actually I'm curious now. You know, mm-hmm. I want to see how close it is to the source material. Yeah. So, um, a little bit about the movie before we talk about uh, it. Uh, it was uh, directed by Roger. Cumble, um, never heard of him, but he recently tried to do like a TV movie. I don't know if you guys saw that with uh, Sarah Michelle Gellar returning as Catherine. I did hear about what? it. Yeah, I heard about yeah. it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You it takes place uh, like no. 15 years afterwards yeah. and uh, centers around Sebastian's son Bash. Mm-hmm. So who who had who had Sebastian's son? I didn't read the the details, but I think um, somebody else plays Annette. So I, I think you know. Way to go, Reese Witherspoon. Yeah. Mm, fail. She, she's like, well, you guys killed off Ryan in the first movie. Why would I return? You know? <laughs> uh, but yes, Ryan Philippi plays uh, Sebastian, um, super privileged, in- entitled, just a rich kid uh, in New York, right? Is that what they're from? Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I, yeah. I didn't catch any of the cities. Uh, Catherine is played by Sarah Michelle Geller, his stepsister. They're both really just bad, awful people. Um <laughs> Okay, the the wager is there's a new uh, headmaster at the school, and he's got this uh, daughter who's a virgin, played by Reese Witherspoon. She plays Annette, and the bet is Sebastian is going to try to deflower her, you know, before school starts. And if he succeeds, he would get the nutsy, you know, from uh, his stepsister. And if she wins, she gets his uh, nice Jaguar, you know, like an old school roadster. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty much the uh, the premise of the story. So I didn't, I don't know if I knew that there was a bet. Maybe I did and just didn't really think about it. But it was kind of interesting because I, I really got the um, she's all that vibe as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, what does she, what does she tell him? You can put it anywhere. He could put it anywhere. Oh yeah, that was the turn because yeah. he was because he yeah. was like, uh, no, yeah. He was well. First he's like, no, and then she's like, you could put it anywhere, and he's like, you got yourself all a all bet. Right. I mean, yeah. tight. Okay, we're talking about butt sex, right? Is is that what it yeah. is? Definitely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe a little. Yeah. Oh, I was gonna say maybe a little butt to mouth. Is that too much? Whoa. A- ATM, I-, I think, is what it is. Oh yeah, a little ATM. There you go. A little that's, ATM. That's disgusting. Uh, <laughs> Well, this movie, it's uh, it's something. Um, let's see, who, anybody else we want to throw in? I, th- I think that's, uh, well, uh, how about Lynn, Selma Blair, you know, who plays Cecile? Uh, what, do you, what do you guys think about her character? She's supposed to be like a freshman. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I have a fun fact about this. She uh-huh. was okay. 20, 27 years old. She was older than the rest of the cast, playing the youngest cast member. 
And I was looking at her when I was watching it. I was like, she looks like she's 30 years old. Like, I'm not Kinda, buying. Yeah, yeah. I'm not buying this little girl. Act. I don't know. It was weird. I don't know. You know who did it like better? Um, Stacey Dash in Clueless. She mm-hmm. was like 28. Oh. Uh, see? She was believable. Yeah. yeah. I didn't even know she was 28 in that movie. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And uh, Alicia Silverstone was, you know, the, um, 17 or whatever. Yeah, 16, she was 17. Really young, yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. She, she was the right age for that. Um, but yeah, it's Selma Blair, I, I don't think I knew how old she was exactly, but she did, she did not look the part. And is, is there something with her character that I missed? You know, is why, why is she goofy? I don't know. I think that's just the way her character is. And she's just been around girls. She doesn't know how to deal, how to be around boys. I don't know why she's a goofball. Like, why she's just. I think she she came to read for the part, and she did that whole bit. Yeah, and they were like, "We love that. Do that." So she stuck with it, and All it's right. not it's not great. I don't love it. No. Yeah, because I, I mean, it. I I see why um, Sebastian's character has reservations in like sleeping with her and stuff because mm-hmm. of how she is. But Ronald, what, what is it about her that makes him love her? You know what I mean? So. Oh. Oh, That's man. why I'm like, what's with that choice decision, you know? I I got a lot to say about Ronald at the end of this. All right. Well, well oh, okay. Oh. So let's go ahead and get into the movie then. Um, I kind of briefly mentioned like the beginning. Like I, I think that really set the tone for this movie uh, immediately because Sebastian is uh, visiting his therapist and clearly she's not here for it. He's like giving her these lines and she's rolling her eyes and she... Let me see, she offers him a book that she says she's not going to charge, but writes down, you know, to mm-hmm. be sure to bill him for the book. Yeah. And so I thought this scene was actually kind of funny. I, yeah, I, I did yeah. Again, I didn't know what I was getting myself into. Yeah, it was a really funny. She's like, oh, it's yours. And she charges him for it. <laughs> and then at the end of the scene, he ends up throwing it in the trash. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, was it, it was a good parenting book, right? Like, it's her, her yeah. spiel. Like, I'm a good parent. This is how you parent. And then yeah. that all goes to shit because she gets a call from her daughter. Yeah. <laughs> a young Tara Played Reed Tara before Reed. she was yeah. all yeah. out. Yeah. Yeah. Who Sebastian had posted nudies of mm-hmm. online, which ruined her whole with, good with parenting deal. Yeah. So you learn a lot in this, you know, the first few minutes here. Um for however long he's been seeing this therapist, you know, clearly he doesn't like her, you know, no. decided to seek out the daughter to mess with the both of them, humiliate the daughter online. And while she's yelling at him from like um, upstairs, he runs into like another young girl, you know, <laughs> yeah. Larissa here. And Cl- I just write down Larissa. Oh, what you doing? Clarissa. <laughs> Clarissa? Is it yeah. Clarissa? Yeah. No. She goes, Clarissa. <laughs> okay, I thought it was Larissa, and then he just called her Clarissa later, you know, for like, he, that's how little he cared about her, that he yeah, got her could, name wrong. Yeah, I could see that happening. Yeah, that's what I thought. But I'm just thinking like, okay, some dude's just like, you're beautiful, let me take you to lunch. Like, stranger danger. Like, what are you doing? Right? Yeah. He's just so charming. I mean... Is it? Is that what it is? I would say, let's go. Brittany just thinks he's pretty. Oh, he's very pretty. So you'd be like, oh, what's for lunch? Yeah. For lunch? <laughs> Let's go. She's like, we don't even need lunch. We'll just skip it. <laughs> That's true. So we get the introduction of Cecile, and I like this too. Um, she's the daughter of Mrs. Caldwell. Uh, Catherine is taking her under her wings because, yeah, she's coming from an all-girl school. You said, I like this too because uh, I think, doesn't Sebastian come in at this one point and then like Cecile has her legs spread because she's wearing mm-hmm. like a miniskirt? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah. My favorite part about this whole scene is that Cecile's mom doesn't like Sebastian. Right? At she's all. She's talking shit about him. Yeah. And he walks up to her and he shouts in her ear like she's a old lady in cat hair. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best. How are you doing, Mrs. Caldwell? Right? What is it? Yeah. Say? Something like that. <laughs> oh it was my really gosh. That was pretty funny. So pretty funny. funny. I like that. Yeah. And then this is where we also get the, um, you know, the, the bet that we already talked about. And yeah, he first turns it down, you know, uh, to Catherine until she says, you can put it anywhere. Mm-hmm. So, um, very interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. And she's got it out for Cecile because she's, she took her boyfriend basically. Well, her boy, uh, Catherine's boyfriend, what's his name? Garrett Reynolds? Uh, Court. Oh, Court, Court Reynolds. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Court. Yeah. Court Reynolds. He, I don't know why I said Gary I don't know where that came from. That's good. Uh, anyways. Making up stuff. Court left Catherine for Cecile, which I don't know why. Like, right. Wh- yeah, it doesn't why? make any sense. It makes no sense. I mean, c- clearly him and Ronald both love Cecile for some reason. Yeah, I don't and see. And there's nothing charming about her. Yeah, I don't see the appeal <laughs> of no her sense. at all. Like, she, she acts like a little girl. So Yeah, well, she's a freshman. Uh, so these guys, they like... Little girls? Fresh meat, yeah. I guess that's <laughs> what we're finding out here. Uh, did you guys recognize who played Court? He looked familiar to me, but they only showed him for like two seconds. Charlie O'Connell, he's um Jerry O'Connell's brother. Oh. oh. Yeah, because they were both in sliders together. So I, I recognized them immediately because, uh, you know, they were on the show. Mm-hmm. So, um, all right. So, yeah, Court is, you know, left... Catherine, and so now she's got it out for Cecile, mm-hmm. and there's this big deal as to why target she's targeting Cecile and and not Court, but we we won't get into that because yeah, it doesn't make any sense, <laughs> right? It it really doesn't. I mean, it there's a lot of things going on in in this movie. Um, so what do you guys think about the, the uh, Annette and Sebastian when they first meet at Sebastian's aunt's house? Yeah, like, I feel that's that's the one uh, one of the few things I dislike about this movie is how everyone just seems to be so conveniently connected. Yeah, yeah. We were talking about that's that true. yesterday. I was like, why does nobody? Where's everyone's parents? And why does nobody live at their own house? Like, well, and wasn't well, Net? She her home was really in Kansas City, Kansas, right? Kansas City, Kansas. Yeah, that's great. So <laughs> she was staying with his aunt. I but. just, I was like, what? I don't know. And then we were kind of like, is this the way that like privileged people in New York lived? Like they all lived on top of each other. Yeah, I, I think, I think <laughs> we need to point out and underline that these kids or these people are in high school, which is right. so weird. Like, why didn't they put it in college? I don't know. It's because these the actors clearly look older than high school students. Right. And there's a lot of shit happening. And there's that a lot of happening in high school. Yeah. Let's there, be real. There's, what'd you say? I didn't <laughs> there's hear you. a lot of stuff happening that wouldn't happen in high school. Oh, yeah. It's very unrealistic. This movie. It is very unrealistic. But it's so good. It is amazing. <laughs> and, well, I, I think that's the other thing, too. Kind of like how I mentioned, like, this is rated R, but I still feel the target audience are teens. Mm-hmm. You know, like, hey, these are kids like you guys doing stuff that maybe yeah. some of you guys are doing. You know, yeah, the, the the drug news, it's not as shocking if it's somebody in college, right? Right. It's mm-hmm. kind of like, oh, makes sense. You probably use that for to study. And yeah. I don't know, like, what adult went to the movie theater to see this. You know what I mean? Like, it, it was yeah. targeted to teen. Uh, maybe they're just looking for that 17-year-old audience that could go to a rated R movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it's still weird. You know, your target audience is teens, but yet it's rated R. 
But I do know that around this time, people were going to rated R movies without being carded, you know?、Mm, that's true. But still, because like you go to MTV Movie Awards, it's all kids, right?、Yeah. Teenagers、mm-hmm. and stuff. It's not like a bunch of adults attending that. Yeah, that's true. So, but anyway,、um, we got、uh, the introduction of Blaine here, played by Josh Jack- Joshua Jackson. He plays a,、uh, a gay character. And when Annette and Sebastian talked, They got that bet going on. So he's trying to get it in with her, I guess.、Mm-hmm. And she's kind of, she figures it out. She's heard some things. And Sebastian spends a lot of time. And I feel it's very unnecessary. I, it pays off, but I still think it's not unnecessary that、um, he spends time trying to figure out who is it that's telling her all these things about him. Like, you know what? It could have been. Actually, it was Mrs. Caldwell, wasn't it? Yeah. But,、mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but you're, you're introducing Greg, you know, the Gregster, you know,、yeah. this closeted jock. And that's, that's where I'm all like, maybe it is necessary because then he pays,、um, he pays Sebastian back, right? By speaking to Annette and figuring it out that it's Mrs. Caldwell. Yeah. I think they were all unnecessary characters. I love Joshua Jackson in this role. Like, me it's, too. It's so good. But. And I think that they only did it so they could put a gay character in the storyline because they wanted to be shocking. And in the late 90s, this whole movie was shocking.、Mm-hmm. Right? Like it was a little taboo. And、mm-hmm. there's a girl on girl kiss, and now they have this、oh, yeah. gay character, and there's this incestual stuff happening.、Mm-hmm. So I think they were just like, everything that's going to make. Someone go, ooh, this is a little risque, like they wanted to throw in. But I, I mean, I honestly feel like that's the only reason why those characters were even involved because they just wanted to add that little extra thing to. I mean, I don't know, maybe, what was the other movie that it came from? Dangerous Liaisons? Dangerous Liaisons, yeah. yeah. Maybe that, I don't know, maybe that they stemmed something from that. I don't know. But to me, I、right. felt like they just added them in for like an extra shock value. Yeah, yeah it could be right.、Uh, what'd you guys think of Gr- the Gregster? The Gregster. Oh, Gregster. I like his,、uh, <laughs> when he's like, what is this? Grandma with a birthday present? Suck it, you dumb bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's like, the Gregster. And then all his, like, both of his jock friends are like, the Gregster. It's like, really? I would just like to point out right now that Brittany remembers movies like line for line. Oh my gosh. It's, yes, I do. It's terrible. <laughs> it's pretty I, good. I mean, clearly you like this movie. I know this movie, this movie line, to, like line from line. It's、oh, so great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but um, what's that actor's name? I saw him and I was like, hey, that's the dude from Ugly Betty. Wasn't he in Ugly Betty? I don't know. I didn't watch that show. Who、oh, Greg? Just me. Yeah, Greg. Uh, his name is Eric Mabius, but the, I think the only thing I know him from is like one of the sequels of The Crow. Oh, I've never which seen that. might have even had Tara Reid in, if I'm not mistaken. It was a Resident Evil movie too. I was the first one. Oh, I don't、yeah. know. I didn't watch Resident Evil too, either. What? I don't、oh、know.、God. Something. I don't know. Something's wrong with、so、me. <laughs> Clearly. <you know. laughs> let's,、uh, let's jump to、uh, Brittany's favorite scene the swimming pool. <laughs> so, so there's this、um, the setup. Okay, so Annette, she was studying, and like,、uh, all, all of a sudden, some music plays, and she's trying to figure out where it comes,、uh, it's coming from. And it's、uh, at the swimming pool where Sebastian is. And this is where he really tries to,、um, really tries her.、Uh, he convinces her to come swim with him,、mm-hmm. which I'm all like, she just kind of gave in too easily. You know,、uh, he gave her like a bag, right? 
Yeah, he gave her like yes. a school bag with uh, that was engraved with her name on it, and he is such a manipulator. He goes, uh, "You don't like it?" And she's like, "No, I love it." And then he asked her to come swim with him. Can you reenact it line for line? Oh, he goes, uh, "What does he say?" He goes, <laughs> "Would you mind? Would you mind prying yourself away and join me for a swim or something like that?" And oh, she goes, Jesus! She said she could do it. She did it. <laughs> And she says, yeah, whatever. The thing is, is that she goes in her room. She puts on her bathing suit. And then her before she leaves, yeah, her one, before she leaves, she ends up spritzing a little perfume on her self, which is kind of like, yeah. okay, so yeah. you're, you're kind of into him, right? Yeah. And you want him to be close enough to smell your perfume. Exactly. So they're in the pool. They're swimming. Well, she comes in and she's like, hello. And then she sees him in the corner and he's turned around naked, so you see his butt. <laughs> naked. And then he turns around and he goes, do you mind turning around so I can put on my bathing suit? And I think he just jumped in naked. I don't even think he put on a bathing suit. No, I don't suit. think there was any bathing suits involved. Oh, no. yeah. He just, he just, he just jumped, jumped in. in naked. And uh, and then they're talking. They're in the pool swimming. And then he's, like, making moves on her. And then she mentions her boyfriend, Trevor. We never meet Trevor. We right? never meet Trevor. Never, okay. never, never meet Trevor. And he's like, "It's funny how you mentioned him. How you haven't mentioned him until now." And then she starts talking about him. And then she, then Ryan Felipe, Philippi, whatever, gets close <laughs> to her. And then she's like, "You're not my type." And then she, then she just like uh, storms off. It's like, what? You just just put on perfume. Yeah. So he can get close to you and smell you. She goes on this whole rant about having a friendship with him. Yeah, she's like, uh, listing qualities, listing my qualities on your fingers aren't going to get anywhere with me. And, uh, I don't know, something about our friendship, and you're really walking a fine line at that. And then she storms off. Drama. I know. This isn't one of my favorite scenes. Like, I like that she figures it out at the end, but I didn't like how she put on some perfume, got into the pool. But not only that, when he's, like, naked, she's like, oh, my God, this is so embarrassing. Like... Uh, you, you know what he's doing, right? That's yeah. like, this and the is, clear signal it's right all there. On purpose, yeah. like yeah. So I'm thinking, is she, is she's not that? I don't know. She's not picking it up, you know. And so that's what's a little frustrating because I think that uh, Annette could be a much stronger character, mm-hmm. you know. But for her to kind of like, perfume, you're about to get into the pool. Yeah, like, wouldn't that wash off? Yeah. And I don't know. And, and then she keeps <laughs> a gift anyway. I, I feel like if you have an idea what he's all about, that's that's a clue, right? Like, oh, he buys people gifts. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, you should turn that down. So, her keeping it, I don't know. Yeah, she was sending mixed signals a lot throughout this scene. I didn't, I mean, honestly, I didn't. Okay, here's the funniest thing is that they were together in real life at this point, right? Yeah. Right. But, That's how she got the role. Right. And I just wasn't really buying that. They love have no chemistry. <laughs> none. None. Yeah, they're together. There's no chemistry. Like I, I didn't buy it. Uh, yeah. The only thing I liked them in together was um, at the end when he goes uh, goes back to her. Mm-hmm. But even in the car scene where she's like making faces with him, I didn't find that cute at all. No, it was yeah. actually very cheesy. It was yeah. very cheesy. It's very over the top. I like it. And he's like, <laughs> what are you? He's like, what are you? What are you doing? Stop it! Uh, you're making me laugh. I'm like, yeah. come on! Like it, it could have been. <laughs> Maybe written a little bit better. I don't know. Yeah, for sure. Reese Witherspoon is cute, but I didn't get the face. I, I guess she was trying to make him laugh, but I don't know. 
Maybe that's maybe that's the thing that they do themselves. Yeah. Oh, maybe. Maybe. But then they should have told us that. Well, <laughs> sure. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> like after the fact, you know what I mean? Oh, Side yeah, note, yeah. this is how we acted in IRL. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. um, there's not a whole lot to talk about, but uh, there's a scene where Catherine uh, teases Sebastian. Pretty much gives him blue balls. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. She's I like that. Rubbing up and down his bunny. Uh, rubbing up and down his thing thing. Uh-huh. Oh. And all the puns, too. You know, mm-hmm. their their dialogue. Oh, sis, you're so tense. I know. I hate it when things don't go my way. It makes me so horny. I hate it, too. Seems like things are looking up for you. It appears so. Any luck with your girl? Moving along quite well. Have you succeeded in your task? Any day now. Well, let me know when you do. Until then. Damn boy. Uh, I don't know. It's so weird. <laughs> I mean, it's really, it's gross, right? Because they're stepbrother and they're step, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, But I feel like that was the only relationship in this whole movie that I really bought. Yeah. <laughs> I did. I liked their chemistry together. Yeah. I really bought that. Uh, I don't know. I really bought Like, it was gr- And you know what? I feel like watching this as, like, a younger girl, I was probably like, ooh, like, that's that's gross. But it was probably intriguing as well. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Ew, gross. Like, that's your brother. But I, I don't know. You could kind of see them together. I don't know. Yeah. I'm almost mildly interested in checking out part two because I know that it's a prequel, you know, but there it's, it's, it's a different cast, but it's, you know, kind of when they first became step siblings. So I wonder if we get to see like how they get to where they're at now. Yeah. I don't know if I could watch. I saw there's a part two and a part three, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I mean, just let it be the one. I think I try to watch part two. I just don't think I could get into it, though. So yeah, it's Amy Adams playing Catherine. Yeah, so Ew, that, that no. that's crazy. Yeah, I think that's why I couldn't get into it. No, no, no. I don't know. I feel like the only person who should be pay- playing Catherine is Sarah, Sarah Michelle, Michelle Gellar, which returns for the uh, the TV pilot that mm-hmm. they did. Yeah, I want to see yeah. that just because I love her. I do love I'm her. I'm a huge Sarah Michelle Gellar fan. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. I'm a little, I'm a little interested. You know what? I really liked her in this movie. Yeah, so did I. Yeah. I think yeah. it was good. I in thought this she movie. was great. And yeah. you know, it was yeah. it was good too. And I think kind of what drew me to it was that I watched Buffy my whole life. Oh yeah, even yeah. when it went to UPN. Okay, I did the move. <laughs> You're when a they true, switched networks. A okay? true Buffy fan. I'm a true Buffy fan. Um, and it was cool to see her play such a different character from Buffy, where she's the hero. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And this one, she's 100 percent the villain, and she's a dark character. Yeah. Like, 
There's yeah, a lot her of hair was. I mean, everything about her hair was darker. Uh-huh. Her makeup was dark. Everything was darker. Her about clothes her. are darker. Yeah. So that mm-hmm. was cool to see as a Sarah Michelle Gellar fan. Yeah, I just love her and in this movie too. She played a really good character, and her tits yeah. look great oh, the her... whole entire movie. Yeah, they really do. <laughs> so good. I like her with yeah. dark hair too. She mm-hmm. can really pull off the blonde hair and Buffy, and then the dark hair and. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I yeah. forgot about that. I'm more of a brunette kind of guy. Uh, so I, I do like her in this movie. I, th- I think she's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't see enough stuff with her. I, I missed the Buffy train. You know, I was more like a quantum leap, you know, slider kind of guy. How dare you, Peter? How dare you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Smallville. So I, yep, yeah, sorry. I missed out. Um, yeah, maybe, maybe one day I go back and check him out. Yeah. That holds, that show still holds up. I made Brittany watch it. Oh, yeah. Like, Within the last two years, mm, within the last year, the last I started year. watching she it. Started it, and it still holds up. It does. So go back and watch I love it. it. You won't regret it. Okay. All right. Well, I'll, I'll definitely check out some episodes. Um, so one character we haven't talked a whole lot about is Ronald. Um, so Ronald has fallen in love with Cecile. I don't know why. <laughs> and now Mrs. Caldwell, we find out, is a racist. Yeah. Because uh, Catherine tells her that uh, Ronald and her uh, like each other. It's so funny, that scene, when they go and they meet out at a, at a retail store. They're shopping. And uh, Catherine tells Mrs. Caldwell, I have to tell you something. It's about Cecile. And then Mrs. Caldwell goes, um, it's not drugs, is it? And then Catherine goes, it's worse. <laughs> Catherine knows, right? Catherine knows she's a racist. Yeah, exactly. And uh, he's playing a college student, though, right? Um, I know he's just a. uh, He's a teacher, 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 a music teacher. Yeah, so I'm, I'm pretty sure he's a college student, and she's a high school freshman. So that's pretty gross. I just know that he's a music teacher. Um, but yeah, and Mrs. Caldwell is racist. Yeah, what does she say? What she said something about like uh you know I let me see I picked you up out of the streets or something he's like I live on 59th and whatever <laughs> oh yeah when she confronts <laughs> he was when, in the hood. when yeah. she confronts Ronald no but when Catherine tells her that that they're they they're in love with each other or whatever oh she goes she, someone brings her coffee right yeah she goes Catherine and goes she's like, uh, I know she's like I know he's so something and so and then Caldwell goes he's black. And then she goes, brown sugar, no sugar, because the guys, because there's a work, uh, uh, employee coffee, bringing her coffee. coffee yeah. order, yeah. It's just so funny. And then, yeah, and then Mrs. Caldwell goes home and confronts Ronald, who's there. How dare you treat me with such disrespect? I got you off the streets, and this is how you repay me? Got me off the streets? I, I live at 59th and Park. Whatever. I like how she's like, I'm not a racist. We gave money to Colin Powell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's pretty good here. Uh, Sean Patrick yeah. Thomas. Uh, mm-hmm. We also see him in, was it Save the Last Dance? Yeah. Yeah. I think he also made a cameo in Not Another Teen Movie, too. I Oh, did he? Because, I yeah, because I think there was um there was a token black guy. And then they were at a oh. party and he was there like pouring himself a drink. And so, like, the other black guy goes up to him and is like, bro, what are you doing? He's like, oh, my bad. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that, like, exits the scene, you know, because it can only be one. Yeah, I do remember that. That's hilarious. Uh, it's so funny when he's walking out of Mrs. Caldwell's apartment, too, and he's, like, really loud. 
And he's like jumping up and down. And he's like, the black man is gone. The black man is gone. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Um, I like how he was, um, let's see. There was a scene with him and Cecile. He said that he was working on like a, a musical based off of, like Martin Luther King. <laughs> and she's like, oh, I like him. You know, as if yeah. like, he's a composer. Yeah. yeah. Not very bright, that one. No. One scene we kind of missed. Um, and I couldn't. I, I feel this is where watching not another teen movie first uh, kind of hurt the scene. But the scene in the park where Cecile and Catherine kiss, mm-hmm. all I can imagine is like the old lady in the wig kissing, you know, the <laughs> Catherine version in that other movie. Gross. You're and so it's like right. the dialogue is very similar too. It really it's, is. It's almost exactly the same. Yeah, it's so funny because when uh, I saw it, when I watched it yesterday, Cruel Intentions, and um, when I, that scene came up, I did think of that not another teen movie scene and i was like oh that scene was so gross <laughs> this scene is gross i love this scene no okay it was so fun, weird fun fact about this scene is that i hate spit spit really bums me out oh, oh yeah so the when spit. they're yeah. making out and there's like that line, line of, of spit, spit at the like end. yeah and i have to look away i can't even watch it that is pretty gross that line yeah. of spit i'm not into mm-hmm. it yeah. You, you would have think that they'd reshoot that or something, but I guess they just left it in. They liked yeah. it because it was gross. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and that's why it was like more exaggerated in Not Another Teen Movie. Mm-hmm. So for those that haven't seen it, I'm sure you can YouTube that clip. Just uh, watch it. Yeah. It's, um, it's something. Um, one thing I like about Cecile is, well, I don't know if I like it like it because it's actually a, like a bad like a, the scene is not good. It's drunk Cecile, where she's being taken advantage by Sebastian. Mm. Clearly, you know she's underage. She's a minor. She's drinking, but she's actually kind of funny because, like, yeah. um, I think was it the hmm, I might be mixing up scenes here, but Sebastian goes down on her mm-hmm. and, yeah. and all of that. So just more manipulation. This is where he's not feeling it because I think he's at this point he's falling for a net. Yeah, yeah, and Cecile. You know, she sneaks out of her house and goes and meets him. To write a love to, letter to, to Ronald. Ronald. And, uh, yeah, and then it's so funny because uh, she's, like, laying in the bed. And he's like, you could be a model. And then she starts posing for him. And the poses are the most hilarious poses. No, he tells her, like, you could be a model if oh, you too were bad sexy. You, yeah, too bad you're not yeah, sexy. Yeah, too bad you're not sexy, yeah. And she's like, I could be sexy. And then she's... You know, posing. Doing nothing sexy. Yeah, it's so funny. Just hilarious. Yeah, this is this is like a this is a rape scene a little bit. It's a rape yeah. scene actually because he, he gets I her mean, drunk. It is. She's underage, yeah. and mm-hmm. he's also a freak. He's like taking pictures of her feet and her legs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then he tells her like, then, "I want to kiss you." Yeah, not so here, here, but down there. there. And, she's and the like, way he gross. talks to her. You know, it's like she's a little kid. Mm-hmm. And yeah. It makes the scene that much more gross. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And they were they were talking about, because I did some research, guys. Oh. Check, can I get a pat on the back? <laughs> Thank you so much. Oh, here you go. Thank you. Thank Good you. for You're you. You're welcome. Um, when they filmed this whole scene, Ryan Felipe was like, this is 100% rape. And I'm not like that comfortable with it. But yeah. we're going to do it. Because, again, it's shocking. Mm-hmm. So when they did it, he was like, I want to be out of frame. Like, I don't want my like, head in the shot at like all. Like, simulating oral sex yeah. on her. Yeah. So, he went down. They cut him out of frame. Yeah. And then she went down and she went out of frame. Yeah. So, it was like, we knew what was happening. Yeah. But there was, they didn't. Well, then also the next. Shoot it. 
The next day, I think she calls Catherine and she's all like upset, upset about it mm-hmm. with her Coke, holding her Coke and <laughs> Rosary, on a, yeah, on the, f- uh, you know, her, or Cecile's holding her Coke can on the floor, just like, and then Catherine comes and, and then, yeah, Cecile ends up whispering in her ear what happened, but Cecile doesn't know that it's called, you know, oral sex or that, mm. not the term for it. She had to describe it. And then she didn't know what an orgasm was. And uh, yeah. so Catherine had to tell her, like, you had an orgasm. and Which I feel like they kind of brushed, like, she said in the beginning of that scene, your brother took advantage of me. Mm-hmm. And then they kind of brush it off later. She's like, oh, I had an orgasm. That's great. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, you still oh, yeah. got taken Catherine advantage of. It like, yeah. It, yeah. It, no, it's completely okay because you had an orgasm. Yeah. It's just yeah. oral totally sex. Fine. No big deal. It's just oral sex. It's totally fine. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> it's, to- it's totally cool even yeah. though your mom should have been the one who's having the talk with her yeah and i think and here is a scene where Catherine convinces cecile to keep sleeping with uh sebastian right yeah so she's gonna be yeah experienced. she sneaks out of the house you know um uh, th- that first time which by the way there's the scene where like uh mrs caldwell comes home to wake up Cecile in bed, mm-hmm. and it's like it's like it's a dummy. Yeah. And she turns around, and Cecile just looks disheveled. And yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she's got sex hair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She she had yeah sex hair, bed hair, and all the above. But then her mom doesn't even question the dummy that's in bed right now. Yeah. She's like, she, okay. So, yeah. She's like, we have a meeting, or they're gonna meet up with somebody. Hurry up and get dressed. And like, okay. And that was that. So weird. Didn't even question her. Like what? Okay. Kind of. Lame joke that they just threw in. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the dummy looked legit, to be honest with you. It did. <laughs> uh, it was so funny. So we talked a little bit about that uh, the car ride where Reese Witherspoon was making faces at him. Um, did you guys like the retirement home at all? Because the, the thing is, like, I feel like at this point we're supposed to see that they are starting to like each other, you know, the bonding and stuff. But mm-hmm. they, they're separated at their retirement home. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's funny just because Sebastian's such a he's a master manipulator, right? And, and, and he's, he's an asshole. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. What was that old lady's name? Uh I don't remember. Oh, Mrs. Uh, I, like, I forget. Yeah, I, I forgot her name. He's yeah. like, yeah, we played that game like three times. Yeah, I fucked your daughter. Yeah. <laughs> what? Oh, we did. And then he's like, Would you like uh, some water? Yeah. Would you like some water? <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, I think that was just a scene to show how like Sebastian was still a piece of shit. Yeah. Yeah, he, clearly he hates adults, you know, yes. or yeah. authority figure or something. You know, just he doesn't like anybody older than him. Mm-hmm. So let's jump to the scene where Sebastian and Annette are talking, and he's calling her like a hypocrite. I think she says something like she just doesn't trust herself with him. Oh yes. yeah, when they're out in the lawn, right? She's yeah. reading the book. Yeah. Tells her that he that this is love. Yeah, and it's like you've only known each other for a short amount of time. And you're bringing, you're dropping the L bomb, right? Yeah. And then, no, but he's not saying he's in love with her. He's just saying this is love. Oh yeah, this is love. Which blah, I, blah. I couldn't tell if like that was a part of the scam or if he was trying Serious? to admit that he loved her at that point. I didn't understand what was happening. Also, can we note that Reese Witherspoon's eyes get really big? Like, did you notice that when no. she's acting in this movie a lot? Like her eyes get huge. Where she's like. That's like surprised her, or something. Yeah, like that's her her go to acting move in this movie. I didn't. I didn't. Uh, no, I don't. Yeah, I just like 
if she's shocked or if she's happy or she's sad, like her eyes just get really big. Like that's her her facial expression. I I need you to watch it again. Know. It's good. I like the character of Annette. I don't know if Reese Witherspoon was the right cast. Mm. Well, they cast. Oh, okay. Oh, here's a more, fun, here's more a fun research. Fact. More research. Okay, I like to brag when I research because it's very rare that that actually happens. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> they wanted to cast Katie Holmes, right, as Annette, which would have been weird. Yeah. Um, and then of course, like she was dating Ryan Felipe, but the director like begged her to do this role, and they went. They took her out. They got her drunk. And then he got down on his knees. As you would. Yeah. You know. Yeah. He got down. The director got down on his knees and begged her to do this this role. And she said, okay, I'll do it. But this character needs more depth. But I feel like she didn't really have that much more depth. Yeah. I mean, no. all we know is that she's a, a virgin. And, and she has a boyfriend named Trevor. Yeah. She's a boyfriend yeah. named Tre- Trevor. And she's coming from Kansas City, Kansas. Yeah. She loves the Lord. And she likes, yeah, she loves the she's Lord. The lo- she loves the she Lord. She likes reading books. We hear that one time. Um... Her 90s fashion is on point mm-hmm. in this whole movie. And her eyes get really big. And her eyes get really big. Uh, I like how when, like, Catherine was spying on Annette and Annette's reading a, the the book. Yeah. And um, clearly it's something extremely sad because she starts to weep. Yeah. You know? And I'm just like, I don't know if we needed that. You know, it just kind of like, I don't know. I, f- I feel, I don't know. I, I, I thought it was kind of silly to make her character cry in that moment because it's kind of like, hey, look at her. She's. She's such a, a sap, you know. Mm-hmm. She's like crying while reading books. You know, I, I, I feel like again, they, there's some missed opportunities to really make Annette a really, really strong female character. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Catherine makes a joke, and she goes, "Little baby, afraid of the big bag book." <laughs> again <laughs> right. with the line exactly. of yeah. See? And then Sebastian gets all angry, and he's like, "Shut up!" I, I think that's the thing that we're missing from Annette's character is like. She is clearly not um not easy like some of the other women that he have mm-hmm. uh, had been with, right? She's mm-hmm. uh she's a little bit more reserved and uh, there's a little bit more pushback with her, but I feel it should be like the ultimate polar opposite of all girls that he's been with yeah. to make him want her, desire her even more. Yeah, I totally so, agree. That's the only thing that we're missing because like when she does give in to him, it's kind of like, well now now that makes her any other girl because I didn't see any strong character traits, you know, except no. for that she's a little bit more woke, you know, like especially in this uh, swimming pool scene. Yeah. I think the only thing that they did in this movie to like make her a little di- well, like she did. Well, he rejected her, right? Didn't that happen? When she, they came down. He called down- her a hypocrite. Yeah. Yeah. So he called her a hypocrite. When it came down to the sleeping. And then she and was trying to take her pajamas off for him, right? And then. I think he like. <laughs> I, I don't know if this is like. The point where, like, when, like, when he actually was falling for her, mm-hmm. and he's like, um, you're a hypocrite, you have to, he's like, I'll move on, but you have to go on knowing that you turn your back on love, and called her a hypocrite, and then said, I don't associate with hypocrites, and <clears throat> then he's about to walk out, he tells her to have a nice life, so he goes to walk out of her room, and then she locks it. So they start making out, she unbuttons her blouse, and then he says, I'm sorry, I can't, and then leaves. Storms out. I don't think this part is earned. This is supposed to be where we as the audience is all like, oh, he's changed. Mm -hmm. But for me, you know, watching this for the first time, um, it was more like, 
okay, he was starting to fall for her. And Catherine, being who she is, manipulated him yet again and was all like, hey, it looks like you're losing this bet. And that's the only reason he pursued it, uh, pursued Annette again. Mm-hmm. Right. And when he, you know, realizes like, oh, no, I'm, I've fallen too deep. I, I can't go through with it. It falls a little flat for me just because I didn't feel like it was earned. Yeah. You know, now that we're talking but, uh, about we it, it's could... making me question my taste in movies. Uh, I mean. No, hey, the heart likes what it likes. Yeah. That's true. And again, I think you have, like, this is like a nostalgic, like, 1990s yeah. movie. Yeah. Yesterday, I was like, I love the shit out of Fear. Okay. Oh, yeah, you do like mm. Fear a lot. Reese Witherspoon and Mark Wahlberg. Oh, Reese, one of yeah. my most favorite movies. It's so cheesy. It's so, but it, it still hold like, it still holds up for me. Yeah. And it's terrible. What is what does he write on his chest? Oh, in, in, in Nicole, a prison tattoo. Nicole forever. Forever. Oh no, the number four, right? Yeah, the number four, and then, and then Eva. E V A. I mean, how stupid! But I still love it. Hey, he's Marky Mark. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's for. If it, was, if it was anybody else, it would have been forever. Yeah, you know, so. that's true. It's the funky bunch. You got to keep it funky. Yeah. Um, fear. <laughs> I feel like I have seen that because I remember the uh, roller coaster scene. Yeah. For some, obviously that stuck out because I was young and I was like, oh my God, they're actually doing that on the roller coaster. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but other than that, I just remembered he was like a, just a really a bad boyfriend, you know, stalker type and it all was that. Crazy. Yeah, he was psychotic. Yeah. Uh, that's Justine's favorite scene, by the way. Yeah, the roller, that coaster roller coaster scene. scene. We were talking about this yesterday. I was like, oh, so I, the first time I saw it, I was young and I was like, oh, that makes me feel tingly. Yeah. What is this? This is yeah. new for it's me. It's a new feeling. It's, it's, it's <laughs> orgasm. Yeah. Just like Cecile. You know, it's a new feeling. <laughs> let's uh let's jump to when they actually have sex so they had a big blowout you guys want to talk about the blowout oh man oh so what did they f- i don't remember what the fuck they fought about oh sorry i said that word <laughs> yeah it's all right he um it, it's because she was about to give herself to him and uh mm. so he goes back and oh gosh i forgot already Brittany, i can you I, do the line just kidding oh <laughs> I can't remember what they what they fought about. No, no, I think that was it. That that he like rejected he, her. Oh, yes. Yeah, because, he rejected her. Yeah, because yeah, the yeah. next day she leaves and he oh, goes to find right. her. And Catherine is like, she left thirty minutes ago. And then he calls um, the Gregster. <laughs> uh, I don't even know if she, no, she, I don't think he calls the Gregster yet. No, he does anyway. call the Gregster to see where she's. He, do, he does end up calling her him though. Oh yeah, because he said that because at first he's all like, I don't, I don't know where she's at. He's like, come on, man. He's like, all right, all right, okay. Yeah, <laughs> and then he tells Sebastian she's on her way to the train station whatever yeah. so he meets her at the train so he station. meets her at the train station and let's point out i did watch the director commentary a long time ago but i remember i remember this part is that the director points out so when she's coming up the escalator she sees sebastian now in a bright blue shirt and this is i think his changing like you see that he's changed because in the in the he beginning of the movie of he's wearing a lot of black a lot of dark colors and then when at this point of this movie, he's wearing a bright blue shirt, and that's supposed to be symbolic, you know, significant, yeah. mm-hmm. a significant change in him. Um, yeah, and then she comes up, and she goes, I'm impressed. And he goes, well, I'm in love. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now they're in love. <laughs> and, and then they have sex. Um I think it was a pretty hot sex scene. They were sweaty. Th- this was like an excellent music choice. Oh, ex- oh my gosh. Justine and I said yesterday, and we were like, from beginning to end, the music on this movie was on point, perfect. I feel. It was perfect. Very good soundtrack. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, and then they have sex. The lighting was 
I think it was a beautiful scene. The lighting was good. You didn't really see, you didn't see Reese Witherspoon's tits. <clears throat> they kept it's, it classy. It's fine. <laughs> um, but yeah, they kept it classy and the lighting was nice. They were sweaty and Reese's eyes got real big. I think, <laughs> her, I think her eyes were closed. No, I'm pretty sure I saw them get real big. Did they? Yeah. Oh, they got big again. I ruined this movie. Oh, she orgasm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Um. No, the director had said like after the fact that he wrote this movie around the music in it. So oh. So he was like, "This is a great song. I need to put this in here, and this is going to be the scene that I set it to." Yeah. So that's why the music was great. Yeah, so they have sex, and then... Which was Counting Crows, Colorblind, oh, by the way. Oh, such a good song. Everyone go download that immediately. Yes. It's an amazing song. If you haven't heard it, you haven't lived life. <laughs> such a good song. Uh, what happens after this? They're all, like, cutesy now. They have the cutesy, sex. Uh, Ronald. Now, if anybody forgot about him, Catherine's been sleeping with him. So yes, on the DL. All of a sudden. And and now she's being rejected by uh, Sebastian, and she's not having it. Mm-hmm. So she tells Ronald, hey, he, he hit me. You know, he slept with a seal and all this. And so in the middle of the day, Ronald runs into Sebastian, and they fight in the middle of the street. Yeah. Uh, before that happens... They get Reese Witherspoon and Sebastian get into this huge fight because he ends up telling, breaking it off with her and telling her that she was just a bet because Ka- uh, Catherine was going to blackmail him and tell the new headmaster, which is uh, her dad, her father, which is, yeah, which yeah. is Reese Witherspoon's father. Yeah. father um, she was going to tell the headmaster all of about all about Sebastian, and uh, so he beat her to the punch, went to. Uh, Annette's where she was staying, um, broke it off with her. And fun fact is, you know, we all know that they were dating in real life. And oh, this, this makes me so happy. Yeah, this scene um, was felt so real to Reese Witherspoon. That slap was real. Like that slap mm-hmm. actually happened because she was just so into her emotions and – yeah, it, it felt real to her. So all the tears, everything, everything was just real because it felt, it felt real to her that he was actually breaking up with her. So which um, is seen as so over the top and stupid. Yeah. So who, why would that feel real? I don't. I don't know, man. <laughs> Young love. This is uh, this is the best. Like I, I feel this is the best thing that they shared together. Yeah. You know, and it, it makes a lot of sense if she felt that way. And you know, I think I read the same trivia as you guys that. Ryan uh, Philippi was so emotionally drained that after the cut, he threw up. Yeah. You know? I saw that. So it was very emotional for, for the both of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also got to say, I feel like the third act, that, that's where I'm more into this movie. You know, yeah. like I, I felt like the the first two acts were a little bit like, okay, you know, let's, um, there, it's a lot of setup. Mm-hmm. And then the third act is where like, okay, I'm really invested. Mm-hmm. It, it's kind of weird because it's like he's chasing after Annette. And, like, at this point, I haven't really cared about them two hooking up, you know? Right. Yeah. But but I do like it. I mean, it really picks up. Yeah. Um, and then what you said earlier about Catherine calling Ronald, is that Ronald sleeping next to Cecile now? Oh, right. Like, you're you're supposed to be so in love with Cecile, but you're banging Catherine, and now you're jumping into bed with Cecile. Like, it just, ooh, Ronald. Ronald makes yeah. me angry. 
Right. Like he, he was, they were trying to set him up to be stand up, you know, like a stand up guy.、Mm-hmm. And then they th- throw like the whole racial thing、uh, in there. But then, then you have him not only sleeping with Cecile, who's a freshman,、mm-hmm. he's also begging Catherine, which、uh, I, I must admit that scene where he's hiding in the whatever. <laughs> the, <laughs> Her bed. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, the bottom of the bed. Yeah. yeah the little, the little pull out drawer. drawer. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was kind of funny because it's like, wow, you, you fit in that. Yeah. <laughs> But I guess that just shows how big her bed is. Yeah. The,、uh, the scene where Ronald is beating up Sebastian in the middle of the street, Annette just happens to be walking and sees it going down. In all white. Isn't she wearing、oh, yeah, all white? In all white. Oh, brother. Yeah. And I,、um, so, so she stops or she tries to stop the fight. There's some wrestling going on and, And she's about to get hit by like this taxi before Sebastian like jumps in and like pushes her out of the way. I had no idea that we were going to get a character that dies. So、um, Sebastian, Sebastian got hit. Yeah. My favorite part. Yeah.、Um, we were laughing so hard about this yesterday because Brittany's like, why, why did he die? Did he have like internal bleeding? I'm like, no, he had bloody knuckles. <laughs> and then she's like, no, he had a hey, bloody bump、like、on his head. He was、uh, bleeding from his knuckles. I mean, <laughs> that's a lot of blood. He had a, he had a scrape on, he's bleeding from his forehead. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then Justine goes, Oh, he died of a broken heart. <laughs> Cracked me up. <laughs> that, that makes more sense.、Uh, yeah. And then before he dies, he gave Annette his journal. And so that. This fucking journal. I love this journal. <laughs> I love this journal. I want a copy of it just to. <laughs> just to you、have. know what? I bet you it exists. <gasps> it probably does. I should look it up. Yeah. And see if I can、um, get a copy of it. The journal thing, like, it's funny because he's been carrying it around like, throughout the movie and they never like, focus in on it or anything. Like,、no. He just carries it around.、Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I thought it was kind of cool because I never paid any attention to it. But when it's brought up later on, I go, Oh, what is in that journal? And、yeah. it's, it's about all of, all of his conquests. Yeah. You know, everything about Catherine. So, so I did like that reveal. Yeah. I love that he gave it to Annette. Um, because I don't know, she saw what he was, that he, what he's been through and how Catherine really is. And so,、uh, I think that's when she goes, you know, she finally sees Sebastian walking, like you said earlier, and she tries to save, save him or t- trying to stop the fight. Um, but yeah, and then he ends up dying. And then that takes us into the funeral. The funeral where, Catherine takes a bump you know, of coke yeah, in, the in the bathroom and out of her cross. Runs into Annette.、Mm. Her、yeah. rosary. And this is the first time that Annette and Catherine cross paths. They, this、yeah. is the first time、Throughout、they the actually meet each other.、Yeah. Um, and <laughs> Reese Witherspoon ends up saying a line that Catherine said to Mrs. Caldwell in the beginning of the, in the movie、mm-hmm. when she says, I know、uh, when things get hard, I look at, I turn to God and he helps me through it.、Uh-huh. And she's looking down at her cross that's filled with Coke.、Uh-huh. Um, so when Reese Witherspoon bumps into her at the end of the movie in the bathroom,、um, Catherine had just got, <laughs> took a bump, you know, Coke. And、uh, Reese Witherspoon goes, Are you okay? And Catherine is like, Yeah, I'm okay. And Reese Witherspoon goes, I know this might sound. I know this might、uh, sound trite, but、uh, if I'm ever in an issue, I turn to God and He helps me through it. And Catherine just like looks at her through the mirror.、Uh, and she's like, Thank you. And then Reese Witherspoon goes, See you around campus, walks out, and then Catherine calls her a freak. <laughs> I, I, and I love that scene too. Like, it was so funny. I think、um, Sarah Michelle Gellar, like, she does. 
really great like facial reactions.、Mm, she does. You know, she's like you freak. Yeah. You know, like <laughs> I, I just love it. There was another. I, I should have wrote it down, but there was another instance that somewhere in the movie where it, it's something like that too. Just you know, a tick on her face or something that she does. Just it really stood out. Yeah, her facial expressions are really good. So as she's giving like a eulogy, I guess、um, at、uh, I almost said Ryan, but Sebastian's funeral. <laughs>、mm-hmm. Like you see, like all these students are kind of like. Uh, like they're shooing each other out of the funeral to go read what is a copy of the journal. Yeah, I felt I felt that could have been done a little bit differently because, like, yeah, it's still during a funeral. You know what I mean? Like,、yeah. maybe it's not during the eulogy. Maybe they catch her before she goes up there. I don't know, but I I, I do like the ending. I just think that it was a little weird to to be done that way. Because yeah, it's distracting. It's like what's what is going on, and I think I guess that's what they want, right?、Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. For you to guess like what's going on. I almost thought that maybe he didn't really die. You know,、oh. he was out, he was outside. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been hilarious. Yeah, because one thing that、uh, we, we didn't mention is that she's been again manipulating Sebastian this entire time too.、Mm-hmm. It sounds this is what I got. It sounds like she was never really going to give it up. To him, you know that he. She says that he's just a toy. So he, she was toying with him the entire time. You know, is, is that? Yeah. Did, did I misread that?、Or? I honestly think that she would have given it up to him.、Um, okay. But I think that when he was showing her signs of rejection and that he was falling in love with Annette, she got pissed. Okay. Because she ends up saying it. You know, like you're in love with her. You don't love me anymore, and that really upset her. To see, you know, Sebastian now falling in love for, an, you know, another person because they've always been a team, Catherine and Sebastian. They've always been a team and always did their little conquest together or whatever. But I think I don't know. I think she would have given it up to him if he would have reciprocated. But he was just like, no,、yeah. I don't. I don't want you anymore. Like, you know, I want the good girl. I、now. want the good girl. I want Annette. I、um, and that's why I thought that maybe he was like alive and just outside of the funeral because、uh, it would have been like one big fuck you to her, like hey,、mm-hmm. no, I actually、yeah. didn't die, and、um, and not only that, my journal is out for everybody to read.、Mm-hmm. My favorite part of that journal is the picture of Catherine, and it's like cocaine. What does it say? Coke, coke, coke bitch, or coke no, is a bitch? Coke, coke addict. Oh. Was like like writing shit about them around all their pictures and like、yeah. in the top corner it says coke addict. I was like,、oh, okay, yeah. There's that, and there was there was something else too with, with bitch. It was I, like I deceitful. Yeah, it was something about like coke coke is a bitch or something bitch. I don't know.、Um, I do like the I do like the ending. Like I I like the fact that Catherine is giving her speech and everybody's just. Everybody knows her already, so they're just—they don't even like the people、yeah. that or the girl who initially comes in to get everybody, you know.、Uh-huh. Um, like she doesn't really care about Catherine because she's clearly already read the journal or、yeah. you know started to. Know she's a big old phony. She doesn't give a fuck if she dis- disrespects her,、uh, disrespects her or not.、Um, yeah, so Catherine ends up getting all pissed off, going out. Yeah, all the copies of his journal are being passed out by、uh, Selma Blair, and then. The who is it? The headmaster comes、mm-hmm. out. Her、yeah. parents, I think. Her dumps、two. out her coke. Yeah, yeah. Her parent, her dad, or the headmaster. I, think, I don't. Know. I think it was the headmaster. I thought it was the headmaster too.、Um, yeah. But they come out. They take her rosary. They dump out the coke. <laughs> and、uh, Brittany said, "That's what a waste of coke." That's a waste of coke, man. Waste of coke. Yep. Yeah. 
And then, um, yeah, and then all of a sudden, you know, Catherine starts tearing up, and then everybody's mean mugging her. One guy shaking his head. Mm-hmm. And then everyone's crying. I'm like, why is everyone crying? I don't remember. What's people, there to cry about? I don't remember people crying. And that was, I uh, well, I, I wouldn't say they're crying, but they're uh, clearly upset. Like, yeah. yeah, there's one guy shaking his head, like, oh, how dare you? Like, wait a minute. Um, you guys know that Sebastian was bad too, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So releasing his journal, sense. I don't know if that made his character any better, but I mean, it does bring more light to uh, Catherine. But I think, if anything, it also revealed Sebastian as a monster. Yeah. I think the best part of this movie, though, the 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 highlight of it all hmm. is the verve. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Covered in with Bittersweet Symphony. Oh, so good. <laughs> this song, oh, really, really sealed at the end for me. Um, the verve starts playing Bittersweet Symphony, one of my favorite songs. Of all time. Of all time. And this was the first time I heard that song. So... Yeah. Uh, I actually bought this uh, soundtrack, Cruel Intention soundtrack. Um, mm. Anyways, uh, it ends up fading out to Reese Witherspoon and Reese Witherspoon's character, Annette. She's now in his Jaguar Roadster. Yeah. So, so she won the bet. She So, yeah. So she won the bet. Yeah. She got the Roadster and she's wearing his uh, his shades. Mm-hmm. She's wearing his shades. Oh, and- those horrible shades. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I, I just remembered this. So you guys remember the... Well, we talked about it earlier. The scene where she's trying to, where they're driving away from the old folks' home, and she's trying to make him laugh, right? Mm-hmm. And he's they're in his roadster, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, it bugs the shit out of me. He's dri- If you notice, he's driving on the bumps in the middle, like that the lane se- oh. the lane separator. <laughs> oh my gosh, it bugs the shit out of me. Like, why is he driving on the bumps? It's oh, I just had a point that out in the memory of that you probably weren't paying attention just like i wasn't paying attention to annette's big eyes oh my god her eyes get so big <laughs> so big eyes and driving on uh the road bumps, on the bumps. yeah that made yeah. me mad yeah he doesn't know how to drive no like why are you driving in the middle like just stay in the center of the lane what are you doing uh, no one know. knows how to drive that's why yeah well to be fair he did say he was being distracted you know by the faces and then he laughed. He's like, stop. What are you doing? She made me laugh. Mm, I feel like he was riding on these bumps right in the beginning before she was making him laugh. Like, he was riding on these bumps drive. for, like, the whole scene. I was so upset. Like, stop. Figure it out. I have not laughed in years. You made me laugh. I cannot <laughs> <Yeah>. believe it. <laughs> you win. You win me. Yeah. I think uh, there's a bunch of wow factors in this movie. And I think that's why it gravitated. gravitated. Or why it gravitated towards yeah. it. Yeah. It's just like. Like you said earlier, Justine, there's just there's a les you know uh, a female female kiss. There's um, yeah, not just a kiss, but you get to see the tongue. too. Oh yeah, some tongue yeah. and the spit. Yeah, and I don't know. I just love this movie and the fact that he dies at the end. It wasn't a happy tied in yeah, a bow ending. I know, yeah. and I loved it. Any any ending where somebody dies that you think is gonna live, I love it. Yeah. It's it's good, but I, I I was not expecting it. I was like, wait, what? He died? Yeah. He just got hit by a car. Like, I mean, I guess <laughs> yeah. he did, like, roll over the car and mm-hmm. stuff. But uh, just into what you're saying, like, yeah, it's probably eternal bleeding. Yeah. Internal yeah. bleeding. Yeah. Eternal. I, yeah, I think it's internal. I think it was internal <laughs> it was bleeding. Eternal bleeding from his knuckles. Because they, yeah. really, they never really said, like, yeah, what happened? What him? happened? You know, they just yeah. shot to his funeral in the next scene. It's like, well, what the hell did he die from? We just saw him go over the car a little bit and he hit the ground pretty hard but so i just 
attributed it oh, to we didn't even, internal bleeding. They told each other they loved each other in that moment when he was dying. Oh, yeah, and he was crying. And I she was crying, too. I love you. And she's yeah. like, I love you, too. Oh, my God. And that's it for the movie. Yeah. Did, yeah. You, did you guys stay for the for the stinger at the end? I'm, I'm kidding. Oh, oh, I was like, what, I was like, what happened? <laughs> I, no, there was nothing. I did that recently on, on an episode. I... Uh, we, we were covering uh, Howard the Duck recently, and mm-hmm. you know that's a Marvel property. I asked my guest, I was like, "Did you stay for the end credits?" And he's like, "Wait, what?" We <laughs> <laughs> stay for the end credit. I stayed for the end credits on this on this movie all the time because I like the ending, the song at the end. The song, yeah, yeah, yeah it's definitely a good soundtrack. Um, so we don't do uh, ratings, but uh, I, I think I can kind of guess, uh, obviously, where Brittany would, would lay. But mm. uh, let's talk about like what IMDb and uh, Rotten Tomatoes have. Uh, they're actually not even close like some movies are. Um, IMDb has it rated 6.8. And on Rotten Tomatoes, it's uh, rotten with 49%. Yeah, I, I kind of was uh, I kind of was expecting low ratings from <laughs> Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> oh, sure. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I, I would in the middle of that i don't think it's as bad as 49 percent. i mean they're all pretty young you know mm-hmm. like i feel reese witherspoon is a great actress uh, a better actress now than she was mm-hmm. you know in this movie uh ryan Phillippe, same thing like i i've enjoyed you know a lot of his movies um i haven't seen anything of late i think he's in that show shooter like i i, oh, I hear that's a decent he, show yeah he was in shooters he was also in uh the one with the little kid it was a show with the little kid his his son. Oh yeah, it was like a murder sh- murder show. His son was no 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 oh, the neighbor's oh, kid. D- yeah, didn't um wasn't he like the suspect of his? Yeah, he was the suspect. Yeah, okay. for the- that was such a good show. It was a really good show. Yeah, and I forget what it's called. And it's making me so angry. Um, well, guess what? We have Google on our phones. I'll Google. I also there you go. More more research. Yeah. Um, guys, I'm the researcher today. It's fine. I'm right in the middle. I don't know if I would watch this again, but I didn't think this was like a complete waste of time. Like, you know, there are some things to like uh, for sure. And I can see why this was successful. You know, this was an independent film and then Columbia Pictures uh, picked it up. Yeah. You know, they definitely made their money back. Yeah. Uh, Oh, Secrets and Lies. That's what I just pointed at. Secrets and Lies. What is that on top of it? After Blitz? No, um, it's a it's podcast like really that talks long about it. Listen into it. Calm down. Um, oh, we're fighting. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. It, it only took this long too. Like uh, you were teasing me with a fight, but that's it. Uh, that was it. That yeah. was it. That's how we mm. fight. That's how we fight. A quick bicker, that's and then we're over it. Pretty yeah. brutal. Mm-hmm. Pretty brutal. All right, uh, but yeah, no, I, I'm I'm glad that we did this one because I would not have like checked it out. You know, like w- when I heard. That TV movie, Cruel Intentions, like they didn't call it anything else, just Cruel Intentions. Um, I was just all like, you know, I just kind of rolled my eyes. But I, yeah. I can see why they were trying to reboot this. Like, I get it now. Yeah. I think also, like, now everybody's trying to reboot old shit now. Like, people are bringing mm-hmm. Rose, I think Roseanne back. I think people oh, are yeah. bringing. Well, that's because uh, Roseanne's not doing anything else. Oh, that's true. Come back, Roseanne. But isn't, I'm into it. isn't like Sister Sister coming back too? Or oh, something like Jesus. That? And I didn't like, hear that. It's wow. something I don't. I don't know. Some, another sh- old show, but it's like people just. Uh, I don't know. I guess lost their creativity, and they now they got to reboot. Ideas. Yeah, they ran out of ideas, so now they got to reboot old shows. Um, but I didn't hear anything come of the TV show of Cruel Intentions. They made yeah, a. Po- it, 
Was it like a Lifetime movie or they were trying to no, do No, they a- were doing a show, like an actual like series. I don't know if it was no. a mini series or what. I I heard about the idea, but I don't know what came from it. I don't know if they did a pilot. Um, I think you said well, Peter, they did a pilot, right? Yeah, it's a TV m- movie and oh, it's I'm a trying TV to see movie. where where I got the because it doesn't say that it's a pilot. Like, I don't know why I thought it was a pilot. Oh. Because I feel like it was supposed to be a TV show, but yeah. according to IMDb, it's just a movie. It doesn't even say how long it is. Oh, wow. Um, but it was, uh, it didn't, uh, I, I guess it was just not well received, probably. Poor you know, Sarah Michelle like, Geller. Right. She can't catch a break. I know. <laughs> oh. Yeah, there's really no other information on, on the TV movie. Oh, it's a TV so, movie. Oh, I thought it was a. I thought it was a show too. It's probably like a Lifetime movie. Come through Lifetime. What are you doing? But after, I mean, uh, with ninety-one votes, it got seven point nine. So I think you know some some fans of the original movie probably liked it enough. Yeah. Mm. But yeah, I'll have to check I don't it think out. Anybody was tuning in. Yeah, I'll just see if I can find it. So. Yeah, I want to thank you, ladies, uh, for coming back onto the show to review this. Um, for listeners that want to check you guys out and your content, where can they get a hold of you guys? I'm pretty drunk right now. Go, Brittany. Oh, what? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> if you guys want to check us out, you guys can go to. Um, we're on social media, so you guys can either go on Facebook or Instagram. It's about damn crime. Um, we're also on Twitter at IEDC Podcast. Uh, we also have a website. It's it's aboutdamncrime.com. So check it out. You can listen to our episodes One-stop shop, right, for all your contact information. <laughs> one-stop shop. Yeah, one-stop shop. Everything's there. I just want to read a, a couple reviews that, um, that I have gotten before I get into my contacts. Um, I had a review here from Millennium T. Uh, this is five stars. It says, go, go, Podstalgic. Uh, he says, I'm assuming it's a he, uh, recently listened <laughs> to the Power Rangers review. And although I didn't agree with the entire review, they brought up great points. And most importantly, it was entertaining to listen to. I'm now a regular listener. and love the positive energy Podstalgic brings to the podcast game. So uh, thank you for that. Um, you know what? I had a lot of fun doing the Power Rangers uh, review. I did the new movie and the old movie. Uh, back to back, so that was fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the next one I got is from Amanda Hug and Kiss. I'm assuming that's a uh, a woman. That's uh, she's gave five stars, great hosts and guests on this. Dot dot dot. So I, you know, when I see the dot dot dot, I don't know if that's them putting it there or it just it cuts off. Yeah. Uh, off of uh, Apple Podcast. But uh, she says I love the films this podcast covers, and Peter's an excellent host. So thank you. I uh, really appreciate the the reviews there. Um. If you guys want to get a hold of me, I am on Instagram and Twitter at Podstalgic. You can find all of my content. I do a couple other shows. You know, you could go to CortemParts.com or FollowingFilms.com if you want to check out Original Remake. But uh, yeah, please consider leaving an iTunes review. That would really help out the visibility of the show. If you check out It's About Damn Crime, also leave the ladies one. They do great work on the show. It's super hilarious, despite what one listener says, <laughs> that it's unfunny and... That guy's just salty. Yeah. Um, we la- we had a good laugh at that review. super annoying. So funny. Yeah. But uh, yeah, definitely check, uh, check them out. And uh, that will do it for me. And I will see you guys next time.
Thank you for listening to the Cortem Parts Podcast Network. To listen to more Cortem Parts shows, visit cortemparts.com.